Dance Your Heart on Fire podcast episode number 51. But when we got there, I, I knew if I would fall, <laughs> I would die. It, it was so vast. Yes. Insane. And we didn't even see all of it. Like, we just saw, like, a section of it. Like, you have to walk to continue to see how, how big this thing is. That and was, we danced. Yes. Um, we danced the scariest dance experience ever. So there was this little one tiny ledge that was, like, poking out that wasn't covered by any protective <laughs> wires or anything like that. And Ronnie is like, we're going to record a demo there. And, and so, everyone like, eh, no, we are, we are not. I said, yes, we are. Yo, YOLO. <laughs> and then they said, okay, you know. DJ Radical. the Dance Your Heart on Fire podcast, the podcast dedicated to inspiring dancers worldwide whose hearts have been touched by music and dance. The universal language of dance and music is spoken by many of us throughout the world. We want to motivate the dancer in you by sharing stories, insights, and ideas to enhance your journey. Join us now with your host, Charles Ogar. Hello, hello, everyone. It is Charles with the Dance Your Heart on Fire podcast coming at you. And I'm here with my brother from another mother, Mr. Ronnie Saleh is what he tends to say, but it's Ronnie Saleh. I don't know how to say it. Swedish is, is a very interesting language <laughs> with different weird pronunciations. <laughs> say something like, like introduce yourself in Swedish so they can get a taste of Swedish language. Det här äventyret har varit väldigt inspirerande för mig. Jag har lärt mig massor så jag kan inte vänta tills jag får göra den här resan igen inom snar framtid. I have no idea what the hell he just said. <laughs> But the pronunciation is unique. It is? Yeah. yeah. Compared to other languages for sure. They say it's a singing language. Mm. So people like ask me, do, do I have to learn how, how to sing before I learn Swedish? Mm. I say, no, you don't have to do that. Yeah, because we talk like yeah, 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 uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. Norwegian is even more worse. Really? Yeah, they can sing for sure. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to have somebody on the podcast from Norway someday. Yeah, so we can see what's, how it sounds. But um, we're here in Austin a few hours right before Ronnie is gonna be flying back to Sweden. Um, he's been here for about a month since the Neil Kiss Festival and if you have been watching our adventures we've been doing a tour the Unleash Your Spirit tour in the US um, four we, different states four different states four different cities um, and we just wanted to recap it for you guys because it was super super awesome super successful in each city Definitely. and we wanted to share our experiences with you guys so you guys can kind of um, hear Ronnie's perspective coming from Europe, see my perspective, and see what we can look forward to with continuing to grow Kizomba here in the US. Mm-hmm. Yeah? So out of the cities that we're going to, we started with the Neo Kiss Festival in Austin, which was epic. 
500 such people. Such a success, yeah. Such a huge success um, after the festival this year. Super grateful to all the attendees and all the artists that made it possible, the volunteers, the taxi dancers. Um, just really, really an amazing time all the way around. And if you guys missed the recap podcast for that, I'll include that in the show notes. Um, the next weekend after that, we were in Austin. So Austin got a double dose of, of Urban Kids goodness right after the weekend. And that was a really, really fun time. Um, we had Steffi and Olga assist us in the workshops. And that was really, really fun. Yeah. Um, I guess one thing that you noticed here with Austin was the heat difference, yeah? Lord, before I said I hate clouds, I, I love this like cloudless, cloudless, no, mm -hmm. uh, without clouds, mm -hmm. when, when the sky is just blue and pure. After this tour, I've changed my mind because the heat, man, even if it's like late night or in the evening, it's still super hot. Yes. Uh, so I changed my mind. So you prefer the clouds now? No, but uh, I like the mix more now. Yeah? yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Um, so Austin, thank you for your support. Thank you, Olga and Steffi, for coming out to the workshops. Appreciate um, you guys. One thing that's been really interesting as well um, outside of the tour has been Ronnie's uh, eating habits for the things that he's been liking to eat because uh, I guess... I don't know why you're doing it to <laughs> such a big thing. For, for me, it's everyday life. It's not... It's, it's, it's kind of interesting. Tell them. But, so he, I guess he has a fascination for guacamole. I don't like avocado. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but my dad used to mix avocado with oatmeal when I was growing up. So, you know, like the Dr. Seuss story where you have green eggs and ham. I had green eggs and ham with oatmeal that was also green. And my taste buds never recovered. And so... <laughs> Ronnie loves guacamole and he started putting it on a lot of random things mm -hmm. and the most random thing that I've seen him do was put it on French toast with maple syrup I don't see the weirdness in that <laughs> and I showed him once when I had bread with peanut butter shrimps and eggs it was shrimp and peanut butter delicious delicious like if you, if you need to be innovative in, in innovative mm -hmm. is that the word yes word. like like making new roads mm -hmm. in life you need to go against the the, the norms the norms <laughs> right very interesting something um, i've learned about charles the most common things he says <laughs> <laughs> is first mhm mm aha second thing he says is Definitely, definitely. He, he needs to say it two times. Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, you kind of get very, very close to someone when you spend four weeks with them. But uh, how about me, Charles? Well, what, what do I tend to say? You tend to say... Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but I say the same thing sometimes. You do. So. It's interesting. It's interesting. Oh, Lord. Um, before we go to the next city, um, I wanted to tell the people why you were fascinated with our grocery stores. Oh, Lord. <laughs> See, it comes again. It came again. Damn it. You want me to tell them? Yes. So, I remember first time we went to a grocery store. H-E-B, yeah? 
I've been meditating for like 11 years now. Mm-hmm. But when I meditate, I sit down on the couch, I may maybe do a foot bath, you know, meanwhile. But going into your grocery stores, I was just in Zen, completely in Zen. They are so big. <laughs> and walking around with, with that wheelchair, uh-huh, not wheelchair. The shopping cart. <laughs> walking around in peace, looking at all your products, Read, reading about them, you know, just in peace, like from the left to the right. Then you you go to the next section and you you explore a new world. And the third section, I think the first time I spent one one hour, <laughs> and Charles was were, were like Ronnie, we need to go now. I was like Charles, let me be in Zen. <laughs> and since then, each time we we like shopping things, I I can tell he's like Ronnie. 10 minutes uh-huh. I'm like please Charles 15 <laughs> and 15 becomes 40 45 so I have a fetish you, you have a shopping fetish US <laughs> grocery stores are you like this in Sweden though when no you go grocery way shopping? I, I finish Swedish groceries in 10 minutes here was one hour with peace interesting so, yeah Interesting, but I know we're definitely into the whole like capitalism and like selling products. So maybe like the way that we market all of that stuff is yeah. what kind of caught you by surprise. Not that I bought mm-hmm. many things, mm-hmm. but just the fact that they they exist. Mm-hmm. You know, he was also really surprised we had food available to us twenty four seven. Oh my god! At any particular time, like you can grab like I've never seen that in Sweden. Everything closes at eight. It's crazy, you know. So yeah, um, it was interesting along the trip to kind of see the different cultural differences along mm-hmm. the way. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so our next stop was in Chicago with Jacob. Jacob, you're awesome. Just Jacob. Um, just Jacob. You can follow him on Instagram. And Chicago was an awesome time there. It was yeah. sunny, but it was cool, but not, it was like it was, it was a nice temperature there. Yeah, yeah. Um, different from Austin. For oh sure. yeah. Um, and and I and I've learned so much. You know, before I thought U.S. was like one one and the same. Mm-hmm. It feels like coming to new countries. Mm-hmm. Each state that we've visit, visited mm-hmm. feels feels like that. You know, and I and I asked Charles. I was like Charles. How may, how much do you travel? You know, mm-hmm. like the average U.S. Pers- the average person. person. And you said like four to five states mm-hmm. in a lifetime. I would. That's what I feel like because I feel like a lot of people work a lot and not everybody travels so yeah. much. I feel like maybe with the prices of the flights started to come down, it's mm-hmm. a little bit more accessible for people. Yeah. Um, but. My my view is is skewed because in the dance world you travel so much because oh, you yeah. go to the festivals. But oh, if yeah. you don't travel and you don't have a hobby that like takes you out to different states, yeah. then it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Or for work, sometimes you travel a lot as well. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but Chicago was awesome. You saw how developed it was, all the cities and the skyscrapers and everything like that. Um, I w- I would say from all the states mm-hmm. Chicago reminded me most of Europe mm. yeah the most just just condensed the people the way people were exercising mm-hmm. all of that you know nice 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 um, so we had an amazing time in Chicago teaching the workshops there we did like a 
uh, instructor slash scene builder masterclass. That was really awesome as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really awesome to go to the socials there. And thank you to Courtney and Veronica for assisting us mm-hmm. in the workshops there. Um, very helpful. Very helpful, the workshops. It was really, really awesome. And we had like 50 people yeah, coming. For sure. I think it was over 50 people for sure. So. Shout out to Jacob for making that happen in Chicago. And that's probably like my sixth time coming out to Chicago over the past couple of years. So Mm -hmm. thank you guys for showing love over and over and over again. Yeah, baby. So from there, we went to Orlando and you felt humidity. (laughs) And a change in the weather. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there was hot. And it was also like when we went out dancing at that one night at Coquinos mm. and we danced one song and it was like doosh, like we were sweating. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy with the humidity there. Yeah. Um, and then you also like saw flying into Orlando, all the green, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't mm-hmm. get a chance to go to the beach or anything like that. Um, but we went to Disney World with yes. Lindsay. Yes, that was awesome. I didn't go um, because I had to meet up with some friends. <laughs> Lindsay took me to Disney World last time, but I had some commitments that I needed to, to yeah. fulfill. But it, it was nice. It was really yeah. fun. But you went with Michael, with Pierre, uh-huh. and Lindsay. We, we were a couple of people. For sure. And thank you to Shani and Lindsay and Davidson for making that happen in Phoenix. I think that was also like a huge turnout as well. And one thing that really surprised us was the amount of people that came out for just two artists, you know, because sometimes you have a weekender that has multiple artists. Granted, in Orlando, there were some other instructors there Mm. teaching as well, but um, we were the two main artists there and it was really well received. Again, I've been out to Florida so many times this year. I was there for the Kizomba Invasion. I was there for Unity and I came out third time and you guys keep coming out and supporting. Really, really appreciate it. It is truly acknowledged. Um, and appreciated and I'm super grateful and I'm awesome. glad that I'm able to add that value over and over again you know with the mm. teaching and I have so much more to teach so it's really awesome let's take a quick moment to thank our sponsors have you been looking to level up your Kizomba but you don't have the local instructors to take you there are you looking for something concrete to practice with your Kizomba partner or are you looking for Kizomba lessons that you can take on your schedule and the comfort of your home if you answered yes to any of these questions, look no further. Learn to kids.com is what you need. Progressive step-by-step lessons that you can take at your pace in the comfort of your home or anywhere with a solid internet connection on your PC, Mac, or any smartphone. New videos are added every month. You can try this awesome resource out 30 days free at learn to kids.com slash podcast. After the 30 days free, it's only a low $15 per month. But again, the special offer for the Dance Your Heart On Fire listeners, 30 days free at learntokids.com slash podcast. You won't find this offer anywhere else. Learntokids.com slash podcast. And now back to our show. From Orlando, we went to Phoenix. Mm. We just got back from Phoenix this morning. And Phoenix was amazing because Mike and Nikki, the organizers there, surprised us. They surprised us on so many levels. Um, Super humble people, super down to earth, super sweet, super considerate, Mm. super like selfless. Yeah. It felt like we've known them for long. Mm. You know, they have have that vibe. Definitely. Inviting. And so they took us out. We got in Thursday. They took us out to Sedona. 
And if you haven't been to Sedona, Arizona, I definitely recommend it. It's just a really cool Zen place. Different. Um, apparently, there's like a lot of good positive energy there with vortexes and things like that. So we saw some really cool sights there. Cowboys. I've never seen as many cowboys in my life. Yeah, it was nice. With boots. Mm-hmm. That's a Texas thing too, but yeah. um, we're kind of like in the close to downtown. But if you go to some of the other smaller cities, you'll see mm-hmm. more of that for sure. Mm-hmm. And after Sedona, we went to the Grand Canyon, and that was an amazing When, time. You know, I haven't heard of these places before, so and I try not to make a picture in my head. Mm. But when they talked about where we are about to go, mm-hmm. I thought it was this hole in the ground that mm-hmm. if I would fall into the hole, I might hurt my knee. Mm-hmm. You, you know, like. Uh, But when we got there, I I knew if I would fall, <laughs> I would die. It, it was so vast. Yes, insane. And we didn't even see all of it. Like we just saw like a section of it. Like you have to walk to continue to see how how big this thing is. That And was, we danced. Yes, um, we danced the scariest dance experience ever. So there was this little one tiny ledge that was like poking out that wasn't covered by any protective <laughs> wires or anything like that. And Ronnie is like, "We're gonna record a demo there." And, and so, everyone like, eh, "No, we are, we are not." I said, "Yes, we are. Yo, YOLO." <laughs> and then they said, "Okay, you know." So um, I'll share the link for that demo in the show notes. I think it's getting pretty good traction. Mm-hmm. I think we have like over 400 likes. And 500. 500? We're about to get there. Yeah. Nice, nice. So People it was really, really awesome. It. We did the demo with uh, Mike and Nikki and we just swapped partners and things like that. It was scary because like one false step, you can like slip and like there's no, there's no safety net, you know? And we can associate that with the fear we feel inside, with the everyday fear, you know? The Grand Canyon dance is is just an example of fears from outside, but mm-hmm. most of the fears comes from inside. Definitely, the the insecurities we have about ourselves, the way we adjust to society because everyone told told us to. Instead of feeling, what is my way? What does my inner inner voice say? So the, this 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 story is called. Unleash your spirit tour, and that's what it's all all about. And it's not unleash your dance spirit tour or something like that. Unleash your spirit is who you who you are on the dance floor, outside the dance floor, the way you talk to people, the way you are. So, yeah, this tour has been all about sharing our passion mm-hmm. to inspire you to be the best version of yourself. And the thing is, like you said before, just to piggyback on top of that, is like the way that you show up on on the dance floor, I feel is more closely associated with who you truly are, There like you your go. genuine yeah. self. And so it's not just about the dance, like you were saying before. Once you find out more about who yourself and you become more self-aware on the dance floor, mm-hmm. I really feel it opens up the door to be more self-aware off the dance floor, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, super successful tour. I think that was the biggest Kizoma workshop that we had, that they had in Phoenix. 60 people? So it was like 60, over 60 people for sure. Awesome. Um, very good energy. Out of all the cities, 
all the cities, we had really, really positive vibes from everybody. And so it was really, really surprising. Uh, one concern that I had even before agreeing to do the tour was like being able to promote both of them right after the festival because the festival was like a huge uh, promotional commitment. And it's like, am I going to be able to generate enough interest to get the promoters and everybody on board to come out and do the tour again? And mm -hmm. now, looking back at it now, it's a, it's a huge yes, because we were able to get record numbers in a lot of different cities. And I think it just really shows the growth and the popularity of Urban Kids in the U.S. And just but more let, and more. But let me tell, mark my words. Mm -hmm. 60 people or, or that amount mm -hmm. might be much now, but don't see it as your peak. No, for sure. Back in Sweden, I get 120 some, sometimes so for a week. Like people really want to learn. Mm -hmm. So it's very nice to see that it's, it's a big amount here. But I see it more as the, the beginning here. Definitely. So the more people who can get in touch with with this the better for sure for sure so that's one thing i wanted to talk to you about um now that we've kind of given all our thanks to the people for the uh tour what has been some of the major differences you've seen from the the way that you work with weekenders in europe and the ones that we have here in mm -hmm. the u.s because a lot of us are comparing our scene to the european scene mm -hmm. and so that's where you do the majority of your work so but we've 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 been around for a lot longer time mm -hmm, for well, sure. well, in, in the scene you know so so uh what differences have you seen uh with the kizomba compared to to europe here in the u.s i'm pretty sure a lot of people are curious about that the differences mm -hmm. <coughs> hmm where should i start hmm Give me an example um, when it comes to... Well, let's, let's try to take it to an actionable item. What, would you, what advice would you give to people to continue to grow the scene here to make it more European? What, what things are we lacking? I, I, I don't think you lack things. Mm -hmm. I think that you, the scene is very young here. Mm. Uh, keep taking classes because the moment you feel I know it all, and I don't have to take a workshop anymore, that's when you're about to go in wrong direction. Mm -hmm. So keep doing what you, you do. And as I said, the US people seems to be very motivated mm -hmm. to learn. So uh, keep doing what you do and try not to fight about the styles. You know, from the moment you wake up till the moment you sleep at night, you have 100% energy and you can choose to focus on the debates about what's real kizomba what's not real kizomba what's fake what's real blah 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 it's important to know the history it's important to respect the culture but don't limit yourself there once again we're coming back to expression mm -hmm. we're coming back to dance we're coming back to share sharing experiencing with someone else so as long as you know the techniques do what you want and you can tell if part i mean i know in the beginning of my career mm -hmm. as an artist that many instructors had problems with me starting to teach mm -hmm. 
But in my, in, in my experience, when I saw that the people I taught were happy and they liked and they came back over and over again and the girls I d- dance with, if they are happy, that's a sign that I'm doing some, something right. Yes, definitely. So never mistrust your intuition, never mistrust your expression. Keep taking workshops and develop the way you com- com- communicate your message and, mm-hmm. and, and expression. No, I believe that's the, the, the way for for sure. And it's like, that's what's going to make you the happiest expressing yourself, you know? Yes. So yes. if you already have stresses from your job and stresses from life and relationships or things like that, I feel like... Why, then, why then go to another fight, mm-hmm. you know? Like pay attention to what's going on, the discussions, but the more you get mad about what's fake or right, mm-hmm. the less time you have time to actually Focus do on things that you came for. Definitely. Yeah. All right, so um, if you guys don't know, a lot of people are asking when Ronnie is going to come back again uh, to the States. I think you're gonna be- Can't wait, baby. He's going to be back this year mm-hmm. in Palm Beach. November. Um, in November as well. Uh, he'll be back in Mexico in <laughs> April mm-hmm. for the Kismex Festival. And he will also be at the Neo Kizoma Festival 2018. Yeah. Uh, that's also going to happen again next year. So um, if you guys want to follow Ronnie around, um, you can follow him on Facebook. I'll let him subscribe to my YouTube channel so you never miss inspiration that I share. I share workshops, like uh, parts of workshops uh, after class, the way we dance and you know. Uh, Facebook, become my friend. Uh, If you like the songs I play in the workshops, which many people does, search Ronnie Saleh on SoundCloud. Mm -hmm. So you never miss a thing, ever. Um, so I'll be sure to include all of those links in the show notes so you guys can continue to follow Ronnie and support Ronnie um, and follow his journey th- thus mm-hmm. far. You have any parting words of advice for our people now that you're getting ready to, to go back home? I think you're ready to go back, yeah? I think like the the last two, two days I mm-hmm. felt, hmm, I think it's time now. But uh, b- before, before that I was like, no. I'm, ha- I'm, You're happy? You're I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, but it's it's not that I was unhappy, mm-hmm. but you come to a point where you feel like it's time to go home, mm-hmm. to meditate, to reflect about the tour, so I can come back stronger next time. Definitely. Yeah. All right, Ronnie. Well, thank you so much for agreeing to do the tour. It's been thank great you. to kind of thank you, S. Thank you. I will be grateful for the rest of my life. For sure, it was, it was a definitely a new thing that hasn't been done before in the US, so I'm, I'm glad that you're a part of that. Mm. And I'm glad we're able to work together and get to know each other a little bit better, live with one another. And yeah, thank you guys for tuning in to the podcast. Um, we'll see you guys next week. And until then, unleash your spirit, your unique expression. Peace out, guys. Thank you for checking out the Dance Your Heart on Fire podcast today. Be sure to check out neokizomba.com for links to everything that we chatted about today, as well as some awesome free resources to enhance your Kizomba journey. (laughs) 